lock in and level up. Season two of the Positivity Report continues now. Let's get it. What's up, Lightworker? Welcome back to TPR. This is Ryan Wilson. Thanks for listening. So for the first half of the episode, I will speak really about exposing um, Catholicism specifically, the false religion of Catholicism. And then in the second half of the episode, I will speak about really just one or two dark side agendas that I've actually already spoken about on this series before. And so as far as Catholicism, I've spoken on a series already about how it is a false religion. Now I'm just going to give you some more points just showing how it is in fact a false religion and so the first point that i want to touch on is as far as catholicism when they tell you to honor and pray to the different saints that there are pretty much they refer to everyone as a saint they say instead of apostle paul they say saint paul instead of you know they have all the saints right in catholicism but when you read the word what you realize is that the saints are just followers of Yahusha. Anyone who's a follower of Yahusha HaMashiach is a saint. So the real saints are the followers of Yahusha, followers of Christ, um, followers of Yahusha HaMashiach. So that's what a saint is. And so that's exactly how Catholicism is just further a false religion because they've made idols really out of all the saints. And then on top of that, they tell you to pray to the saints. They tell you, oh, pray to the, you know, saint michael they say pray to saint paul they say pray to all the different saints right when you read the word it will never tell you to pray to a saint um all we have to pray to is our heavenly father the most high god yah yahuwah that's the only one we have to pray to we never have to pray to a saint we never have to pray to an archangel for protection we have to pray to yah for protection and so these are just points showing how catholicism has really made idols out of the saints when really me and you are saints. We are followers of Yahusha over here. So that's what makes us saints. We're followers of Yahusha HaMashiach. So that's what a real saint is. So in Catholicism, Christianity, they've made idols out of the saints and making you believe that a saint is someone that has done, you know, X, Y, and Z or whatever. But in all reality, it's just a follower of Yahusha. That's why when Apostle Paul, when we read all his works in the word, he refers to us and the audience that he's writing to depending on the book he refers to them as saints because the saints are the followers of yahusha and so to clarify we do not have to pray to any saints we do not have to pray to any archangels we do not have to pray to any blessed mother we do not have to pray to any of that all we have to do is pray to our heavenly father yah and so as far as the idols go and Catholicism. I also want you to notice if you've ever been in a Catholic church, pretty much there's many times statues, which I spoke about in TPR 71, my scripture work episode. I spoke in that episode about idols. I covered that in the word, how in the word, the idols are really just statues. That's what they are. And if you notice in Catholic churches, you know, there's quite literally idols, statues everywhere. 
Same thing with the idol of the cross. That's exactly what it is. It's an idol. So Catholicism has made false idols out of the saints and telling you to pray to them, which is wrong. It's not in scripture ever to to do that. They're telling you to pray to the saints. You're really just making idols out of the saints. And then literally physical idols are being made in Catholic churches from the cross to statues to really everything. And yes, of course, Yahushua died on the cross for us, but still the Most High tells us do not make idols out of things. So that means literal idols and spiritual idols, which Catholicism is trying to give people false idols of both, both physical false idols, statues and idols in that sense, and also false idols in the sense of telling you to pray to saints and honor the saints when in all reality the saints are just followers of Yahusha. And so I just want to read a few scriptures for you and then I'll kind of explain further. So first I'll read Acts 2 17 through 21. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women, in those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show them portents in the heaven above, and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist. The sun shall be turned to darkness, and the moon to blood, before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls on the name of Yahuwah shall be saved. And so I just read that verse just to show, I've actually read that verse on this series before, but I read that verse just to show about how it says in the last days, the Most High says that his sons and his daughters are going to prophecy quite literally. So again, as far as false religions and Catholicism, they tell you about the saints and that they are certain, certainly ordained in certain ways to be saints when in all reality, the true saints are just followers of Yahusha and then really same thing about prophesying and everything like that you know what I'm saying this scripture right here says in the last days upon all flesh and sons and daughters will prophesy so I just think that's really an important point kind of goes hand in hand with kind of the misrepresentation of saints as far as Catholicism and and not helping us to understand the truth about saints and same thing with prophesying because the Most High is having his sons and his daughters prophecy. And that's why I praise and give all the glory to the Most High God, Yah Yahuwah and Yahusha HaMashiach. All the glory to the Most High God. Another point in the word that I'm going to read for you is Luke 11, 27 and 28. And this passage is called True Blessedness. While he was saying this, a woman in the crowd raised her voice and said to him, Blessed is the womb that bore you and the breast that nursed you. But he said, blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. So as far as Catholicism and like I said, the Blessed Mother, that's one of the things that they push on you. They tell you to pray to the Blessed Mother. They tell you to pray to saints. They tell you to pray to archangels. All of that is false. But as far as the Blessed Mother right here, it says while he was, it's Luke eleven twenty seven and 28. While he was saying this, a woman in the crowd raised her voice and said to him, Blessed is the womb that bore you and the breast that nursed you. But he said, blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. So 
that's pretty self-explanatory about, and it's true blessedness again, because they try and say the blessed mother, but Yahusha tells us right here what true blessedness really is. And that's exactly why the blessed mother and all the saints that they tell you to pray to is all abominations to the most high coming from the false religion of Catholicism. And so before I get to a few other abominations that come from the false religion of Catholicism, now I just want to kind of tell a story, not really a specific one, but just a general story. And this will kind of just explain a little bit more. So I pretty much have said on this series before that Catholicism is a false religion. I've said on this series before that the Most High is really putting an end to Catholicism and trying to expose it for what it really is. And with that being said, I'll really tell, in a sense, a general story. So pretty much in TPR 66, which was Dark Night of the Souls, you heard my own personal story about my experiences, how I was pulled out of Catholicism and realized that it was a false religion and how kind of the most high pulled me out. I, I spoke about my own stories in CPR 66, that episode. And so now I'll speak about just a couple other examples of the most high is trying to show people that Catholicism, that Catholicism is a lie and that it really needs to be forsaken and really just the most high is showing the truth of this false religion, Catholicism. So here's a different type of story. I touched on my own personal experiences of how I knew in TPR 66. Here's another story that I just saw pretty recently on social media. So I won't give details, but pretty much this person put up a Facebook status and I wasn't even on Facebook. She put this, this screenshot of it on Instagram, but this person put up her, her screenshot of her Facebook status and it was just telling the story. She was like, I never thought I would write this, but I was sitting in Catholic church and this man walked up and professed his dislike towards uh, Catholicism and like caused a big scene and he had to be removed or something, something along those lines. And just very similar to the story that I gave in TPR 66 of me almost passing out in Catholic church, this is the same exact type of thing where that's why the Most High has this person walking in, causing a scene in Catholic church because it's trying to get the message to the people that are there that Catholicism is a lie. That's why the Most High is putting a stop to it. And the Most High uses all of his creatures, all of his works, all of the things that Yah has created. The Most High uses all of that for his purpose. I've covered that uh, pretty recently on a series in one of these episodes, but I covered that concept in the Word, how we heard the Most High uses all of us for his purpose. And that's exactly why the Most High is sending a person in there to cause a big scene in Catholic Church, trying to get the message to people. That's exactly why, for me, when I was pulled out of Catholicism, I almost passed out and fainted when I was in Catholic Church several times because the Most High was trying to pull me out and show me the truth. That's exactly why. And I even said, when I told that story, I said, that's why people are likely having problems with and not smooth encounters with Catholicism in Catholic Church because the Most High is trying to pull people out of it. So... I covered that in TPR 66, that story of mine. And this was just another example where I saw it on social media. And I'm like, that's exactly why it's happening, because the Most High is trying to put a stop to the false religion of Catholicism. He's had enough. And then just another example, one, one other similar thing was about a year ago, right when I was being pulled out of Catholicism, someone else in my life, I was telling them about it. And 
this person told me that the last time that they were in church, um, they were trying to pray and pretty much like there was like a, a sketchy person like walking in and out of the church as well. Like in that time. And I told this person, I was like, that's exactly why it happened because it's a false religion, everything like that. However, this person didn't agree or believe me when I told them that, but nevertheless, that's exactly why that happened to this person. Why sketchy people are walking in and out of churches now interrupting people when they're trying to find peace in church because the most high is trying to show that you're not going to find peace in a Catholic church because it's a false religion. That's not the house of Yah. And I'm going to prove it even more. So before I show how it's not really the house of God, the house of Yah, I just have one other abomination that we get out of Catholicism from the dark side, false religion of Catholicism. And I noticed this recently with these false pagan holidays that are coming up, one of them being Christmas. I've spoken about how we can't be celebrating pagan holidays anymore, especially Christmas. These are abominations to the most high. In my last episode, TPR 73, I covered all the feast days, all the festival days of the most high, the real uh, feast days. So we don't need to be celebrating false pagan holidays of all this nonsense that we got going on in our pagan heathen world, but we rather can be celebrating the festivals and the feast days of the Most High, which I covered in my last episode, TPR 73. And so as far as, you know, people who still believe in Catholicism, people who still believe in Christmas and these pagan holidays that are disguised to trick people into thinking that they're Christian, they're Catholic holidays, whatever it is. But I'm going to show you here in a word, and then I'll explain a little bit more of how we can know about Christmas and this Christmas tree stuff that we have going on, that this is not the way of Yah. And I mean, I covered in my last episode all the feast days. It's pretty obvious if the Most High wanted us to be celebrating Christmas or any of these pagan holidays, he would have wrote it in a word, just like he wrote all the other feast days in the word that he wants us to celebrate and honor. And I covered all that in my last episode, TPR 73, like I said. But here is in the Torah, the first five books of the word in Deuteronomy 16, we have lines 21 and 22. And this will just paint the picture for you. You shall not plant any tree as a sacred pole beside the altar that you make for the Lord your God, nor shall you set up a stone pillar, things that the Lord your God hates. One more time, you shall not plant any tree as a sacred pole. You shall not plant any tree as a sacred pole beside the altar that you make for the Lord your God, nor shall you set up a stone pillar, things that the Lord your God hates. And so for the people who say, well, Christmas isn't a pagan holiday, it's celebrating the birth of Jesus, which that's not even, that's not what it is. It's it's a false holiday. And if the Most High wanted us to celebrate it, he would have wrote it in a word like he did for the other feasts. So, but that Deuteronomy 16, lines 21 and 22, that speaks about you shall not plant any tree as a sacred pole beside the altar that you make for the Lord your God, nor shall you set up a stone pillar, things that the Lord your God hates. So if someone wants to say, oh, well, Christmas is celebrating Jesus, you know what I'm saying? The Most High says that a Christmas tree is something that he hates if you set up a tree or a pole, a fake tree. So it's the same exact thing. So the word tells us that that's an abomination and that's an idol as well. That's what I realized about the Christmas tree is that that's a physical idol. It's like a statue. It's like setting up a statue. And I also realized ever since I came to Spiritual Truths and I've seen people putting up their Christmas trees now, what I realized is that's why the gifts go underneath the tree because like I covered in TPR 71, 
in in the word you'll read about people sacrificing to false gods false idols giving gifts money gold silver to false idols and that's exactly why with christmas with the you put up an uh, you put up an abomination that the most high tells us in the word the most high hates so you set that up and then you put the gifts underneath it because you set up the idol and then you put the gifts underneath the idol it's like you're putting the gifts to the idol it's like you're sacrificing giving gifts to the idol that's exactly what it is that's why they go under the tree so as soon as i started seeing people putting up their trees and stuff that's exactly what i realized that's why the gifts go under and it's so um it's perfect it's it's how the most high works at every time is we just covered this concept the idols in tpr 71 and now we're speaking about it again so um that's exactly why christmas is an abomination um jesus was not born on that day um the false the false uh depiction jesus yeah he was probably he was born on that day because that's a made-up depiction the real true yahushua was not born on that day and if the most high wanted us to celebrate that he would have wrote it in the word like he did with all the other feast days like i covered in my last episode like i said and so now really my last um catholicism exposure right here and abominations that we get from catholicism this will be my last point with that and then i'll transition to the second half of this episode which is more exposing more darkness but outside of catholicism just a few other dark side agendas just a few other dark side agendas i've spoken about on this series so pretty much this is a no-brainer but as far as catholicism being a false religion um are we forgetting about all the catholic priests who got caught being pedophiles you know what i'm saying i've spoken about that agenda it's not just in catholicism there is the pedophilia agenda dark side agenda in many different areas of our society not just in catholicism but that's one right there and i said how people constantly turn a blind eye to these agendas they don't want to speak about it they don't want to expose it and it just shows many people who are christians or catholics they just turn a blind eye to pedophilia within their religion and that's what I'm saying is that's how we can know that churches of Catholic churches are not the home of God because the most high would not let that go on. He would only let it go on somewhere where it's not it's not the house of God. It's in where false religions are. That's why the most high lets it happen. And that's why the most high lets it come out so that we can see, oh yeah, this is a false religion. That should have been our first clue. And I was speaking about people turning a blind eye to it. I was still a Catholic up until this past year. So I was one of the people turning a blind eye to it. So that's how I can know for sure that there's many people who just hear about it and then are just like, oh, whatever. Like, I don't know, like whatever I thought, whatever. But that's the truth is people just turn a blind eye to it in their own, in religion. You would think, hmm, that should put up a red flag for you right there. So all the, all the points I touched on in this episode and in the second season of TPR showing how Catholicism is actually a lie actually a false religion it was my own false religion something i was following before i had to forsake it all those points are really just extra because this final point that i'm touching on here that should just be the only red flag that needs to go up because there's just no excuse for that no i don't care so that should be the biggest um identifier right there that Catholicism is a false religion. And so with that being said, that's actually going to transfer me to now some of these other agendas. So I'll speak about, I'll continue speaking about this agenda really in other areas 
not just in Catholicism, but unfortunately there is this disturbing agenda of pedophilia going around, not just in Catholicism, but in a lot of areas. So I'm going to speak about the Pixar logo. I spoke about Disney. I'll get to them. But also just a few things. And I spoke about the Snapchat filters, everything like that. Just a couple other points. Now everything is baby everything. Like think about there's baby Yoda, right? Baby Yoda. Everything is baby now. That's just more with that agenda. Everything is baby, baby Yoda. I spoke about Ellen DeGeneres, how she's disgusting, disturbing. Look at her skits on her show. Every single one is everything revolves around children on the Ellen DeGeneres show. All the skits, all the clips, all there's always little children around because that's what it is in Hollywood is that they all sexualize children. Okay, and that's why there's from Snapchat filters of making you look like a baby, making you look like a child to Ellen DeGeneres doing constant skits of babies and then baby Yoda because everything has to be baby now. And that's why with the rappers, it's Lil Baby, Da Baby, Lil Pump. Everything is Lil Baby, trying to make you a baby, little, small. And then that's why uh, the other agenda I'll speak about, in addition to this one, is they want to make... Uh, males more feminine and females more masculine. And in a sense, these agendas go hand in hand because it's both corrupting our children. They want to sexualize children and then they also want to invert our children and make males feminine and make females masculine. That's why with Megan Thee Stallion, she's a big masculine rapper with a masculine rapper name. Well, we know why it really is, but that point aside, that's why she has a big masculine name and she's just big and masculine. And that's why it's Lil Pump. He's a tiny little dude. Big Sean is a real tiny little guy. Mac Miller was a real tiny little dude. They want the rappers to be tiny, small, petite. And then they want Megan Thee Stallion, Beyonce to be big, masculine because that's what they're doing. And there's Lil everywhere. There's Lil Xan. There's Lil Pump, Lil Wayne. I'm going to speak about Wheezy. There's all the Lil's. And there's NBA Young Boy. Again, Young Boy. NBA Young Boy is his name. Young Boy. Keep your eye out for him, by the way. Rituals. Oh, and what's uh what's Drake's one of Drake's nicknames? Certified boy lover. Oh, 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 certified lover boy, right? No, no, no. That's certified boy lover. Drake? 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 Yes, Drake, certified boy lover. Okay, EGI, the elite gender inversion. That's the other agenda is you guys are not going to believe it. That's what people's reaction, people are going to be saying, Drake, Drake. They won't believe it when they find out that Drake is a female. And same thing with Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne has multiple agendas. The Lil trying to make him real feminine, Lil. But again, what's, what's Lil Wayne's nickname? Wheezy F Baby. And F is for female. Wheezy F baby and F is for female. That's all I'm going to say. So Wheezy, Drake. Yep. So the EGI elite gender inversion is all over rap. You think these guys are bosses, but they're not even males. And people are going to be stunned when they find out that Drake and Wheezy are females. 
And this is why we must give up all the false idols because you don't even realize what they really are. And so speaking of EGIs, one that I've spoken about a lot on this series is Ariana Grande. And in TPR 70, I, at the end of the episode, I spoke about how her new album called Position, sexualizing young children, sexualizing all types of people, especially sexualizing our youth. And then so I looked into it a little bit further and I just found an article from 2017, a few years ago, and I'll just read one quote from it. Um, so it says, the 23-year-old's most dedicated fans largely made up of girls between the ages of 8 and 18, right? 8 and 18 are what um, Ariana Grande's most dedicated fans are from 8 to 18. So again, Ariana Grande has an album called Positions right now. And all the girls that are 20 years old or 25 years old playing the album, they like it and everything. But are they thinking about the eight-year-old girls or the 12-year-old girls that are hearing these songs? The one is called 69. I covered this in TPR 70. I broke this album down and exposed it. The album, the song called 69, the album is called Positions. And then all the all the girls that are our age that are adults pushing it, they're not even thinking about the children. Think about the 10-year-old girls, the eight-year-old girls that are fans of Ariana Grande. And she has an album out called Positions. And think of the parents of these girls who probably just don't even realize, don't even think about it. But that's why it's so dis disgusting. Because people that are 25 go, oh, I love this sexual, hypersexualized music. But what about the eight-year-olds? The eight-year-olds, right? That article I just read, that was a quote from just a few years ago, 2017, right? All right, it's not that recent. But even if so, there's eight-year-old fans from 2017, how old are they now? 11? 12? Are they old enough to be hearing an album called Positions with a song called 69 on it? As well as many other demonic songs? So, again, I shouldn't, it shouldn't just be me that's speaking up about this because some of the females that are bumping this album, they should be speaking up about it, but they won't. They like the hypersexuality because the dark side agendas that are trying to make females more masculine and males more feminine, we've all been inverted. So females love being sexual. They love being hypersexualized. They probably, some, some females probably don't even think that it's perverse for an eight-year-old to hear the album positions. That's how inverted our generation is and our, our world really is. And that's why I have to do episodes like this exposing darkness because from pedophilia in the catholic church people want to turn a blind eye and then to ariana grande sexualizing eight-year-olds people want to turn a blind eye so i'm not going to turn my blind eye and that's why i'll speak about it no matter how uncomfortable it is no matter how disturbing it really is because so many people are, are quiet about this and i really it disturbs me that there's eight-year-olds, eight-year-old females listening to Ariana Grande's uh, album called Positions. It's disgusting. Even if, even for a 15 or 16 or 17-year-old, it's disgusting. Even for a 25-year-old, it's perverse and disgusting. That's what I'm saying is I would be disgusted to even let my own ears hear a, one second of any of those songs, let alone a child. And that's why, it just, that's why it saddens me and it sickens me. And I would rather speak about it on this series than be quiet about this. Because someone needs to speak up about this. Someone needs to defend the eight-year-old children that don't know any better.
And honestly, this is a random point, but I want to give a shout out to my guest speaker that I had in TPR 51, Lil Psycho, the rapper. He even touched on how from the rap industry, from the male perspective, how that's getting uh, young kids to do poppin' Zans. There's Lil, the rapper Lil Zan, Lil, Lil Perk, probably all the getting you to do perks and all this stuff, Zans. Same thing. There's there, there's kids that are probably 14 that listen to these rappers or younger, 12, 8, 10. I don't know. But it's probably the same status that Ariana Grande won. And Lil Psycho made a good point in that episode. He said it's disgusting how it's getting people to do drugs, getting people to pop perks and Zans. The rap industry is young children. So it's the same thing. It's the same thing. So I have to give props to him for exposing that because he's exactly right. And I was the same way when I was listening to Meek Mill. I never thought of the young people who were listening to him. I was just like, oh, I like this gangster music. But that's why we got to wake up and get to righteousness because we can't keep pushing. It's bad enough that all the false prophets with millions of followers are pushing the dark side demonic energy. That's why we can't help push it further. And when we turn our blind eyes to it, we are pushing it further. So that's why I have to expose it and speak about it because that's the only way to break it down and to help you guys awaken to this so that we can all break it down. And so this is really my final point for the episode. And then I'll wrap it up. You know, I spoke about some darkness in here, but like I said, someone's got to expose it. So I got one more point. So this Pixar logo, like I said, I mentioned this earlier in this episode. So if you go on Twitter to the Pixar Twitter account, the photo is... It's pretty much the animated ball from Toy Story, and it has the downwards-facing pentagram on it. I spoke about what the pentagram is in TPR 59 logos episode, um, TPR 59. So the pentagram is the dark side demonic logo. It's a downwards-facing star, and that's exactly what the Pixar logo is. So I tweeted them. I said, hey, Pixar, uh, where have I seen that? Uh, downwards facing star before. I'm like, oh yeah, this is where I've seen it. And I showed the inverted pentagram, demonic. That's what the Pixar Twitter photo is. So quite literally from Ariana Grande to Disney World Pixar, our children are being hit with demonic energy from a dark side pentagram, downwards facing inverted pentagram as the Pixar logo, the Twitter photo of Pixar. You know what I'm saying? So that is where our world has gotten to. And you can see this on my Twitter at RyanMichael11. The, the post is up. It was just from a couple of weeks ago. Go to my media. You'll see it. I put the pictures right side by side. It's an exact downwards facing pentagram. And it's just like, how is this? How do people keep turning their blind eye to this? Oh, that's a coincidence. Oh, it's a coincidence. No, Disney is very demonic. And our children are being, it's a, it's a spiritual war on our souls. And really more importantly, it's a spiritual war on our children. And it's a spiritual war on their souls. Because again, the dark side is trying to do all things to our children, not just not just with Disney World doing human trafficking. And by the way, the reason why there's human trafficking in Disney World is because think of how many when the parks are full and people are walking around, think of how many people, children are there, children crying, children getting, holding hands, walking with adults. That's how they can just easily swap out children in Disney World, walk them, hold their hands, switch them out, do human trafficking in Disney World because there's children all over the place. That's why it goes on there. So I'm saying our children are not just being attacked. They're not, it's not just the physical threat of being human trafficked. And it's not just, oh, the sexualization of children through the music, but it's everything. They are trying to invert our children, make males more feminine, make, make our young males that are coming up, trying to make them feminine and make our young females more masculine, trying to hypersexualize them. That's why there is these agendas of 
Baphomets of EGI, elite gender inversion of male to female, female to male. They want everyone to be inverted. That's what this world is. It's inverted. And I'm trying to straighten out this world for you. And the only way for me to straighten it out is to speak truth. And sometimes truth is uncomfortable to speak about. But again, I would rather speak about it than turn my blind eye to it from any of the dark side agendas I spoke about in this episode. But most importantly, it's a war on our children, a war on their spirits. And we must defend our children out here and help like help them not be corrupted by the dark side because again, they are trying to sexualize our children, hypersexualize our children, invert our children, make them backwards, make them all types of things that we do not want or need our children to be. So it's about raising the children in righteousness, protecting them in righteousness, protecting the innocent, fighting for the people who can't defend themselves. And that's exactly what is going on over here with this episode and anytime I speak about these agendas because I'm speaking up about this stuff instead of turning my blind eyes away from it. So with all due respect, that's why I'm speaking out the way that I am about these dark side agendas. And that's why I have no problem speaking about it, not just one or two times, but going back to these points a few different times, several times, because I need you to understand about these agendas so that we can open our eyes and destroy these agendas. And so with that being said, that's really this episode for you. I'm going to wrap it up right now. My Twitter is RyanMichael11. My Instagram is WilsonRyan underscore underscore. You can find me and follow me there and just get ready for my next episode. Um, Appreciate you listening to this episode. Be strong out here. Keep being a light worker. I appreciate that you guys are still listening to these episodes, still subscribe to these episodes. And I really just appreciate it. So I'm not sure if I say that enough on here, but thank you for listening to this episode and all my episodes. Um, It's really appreciated. So keep being strong out here. I'm going to catch you for that next episode. Much love to you, much strength to you, much faith to you. Many blessings. Love.